Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. You know, some of you, I'm realizing as I'm looking out, maybe you, those of you online who have joined us in these last few years, you would never have experienced the Watoto choir that's come through. Uh, one day we hope you will, but Watoto is so much more than a choir. In reality, Watoto is a local church that does the work of ministry that God has called them and us to do in helping those that are the most vulnerable in our world, caring for them and bringing the message of Christ to our world that needs it. And we are privileged today to have Pastor Julius and Vanetta, his wife, Vanita, and we are thrilled that they're actually in the room. You, some, I, some people said to me, oh, I feel like I know Julius because we've seen him already on screen, which is one of the advantages of um, COVID season that we've been able to video much more and get people in. But we've got him live in the room. Now, let me just say this about Julius, and I mean this with all my heart. He's the associate team leader there in Uganda. But this year, I don't think it's a secret, and everyone knows he's taken over as the senior leader of that movement of churches. 15 locations, soon to be 35, soon in the next 10, 15 years. And they do an amazing job. He's an apostle. But this is what I like about Julius. And listen to this when you hear him speak. Every time I've met Julius, I love the way he talks about Jesus. Even the way he says the name Jesus makes me want to know Jesus more. And I mean that. Every This man knows Jesus. And honestly, that's the greatest accolade I could give to anyone. He, he's a lover of Jesus. Secondly, with that is the humility that he brings. We need to hear, church, those of you online here, we need to hear from the church in Africa. They've got so much to teach us. We are so far behind them in so many ways. So we're honored. I don't know whether you know how honored we are to have someone who is a leader, yes, in Uganda, but across Africa, and he's a man of great humility. And the third thing I love about him is I sense that anointing of the apostle in him that knows how to build people and church, a wise master builder. So we really are honored to have him and Vanita with us today. So I'm going to ask you to do something as a way of honor that we'd stand together. If you're online, you can stand where you are. And let's welcome Pastor Julius. very much. You may be seated. What an honor it is for Vanita and myself to be with the C3 family live. <laughs> My goodness. The worship is heavenly here. And the presence of God is here. And I just feel a little overwhelmed. I honor your pastors Steve and Angie, thank you very much for believing in us, for walking alongside Watoto and what we do. That's kingdom. That's kingdom. The online family, 
Thank you for joining. I can see you with your tea or coffee. That's really awesome. Those are some of the blessings of COVID. We can do church at home. Well, I have a very short time to share with you something that's on my heart. By the greetings from Watoto family, and um, uh, Vanita and I have four children uh, who are at home waiting because we've been away for just over a week now. And uh, 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 talk to them, they're excited. They keep wondering what's going on in that part of the world. And they have these imaginations. I hope one day they will come here so they get to experience something beautiful. So they say hi. But let's get into the word of God. Father, I ask you to anoint your word today, and I pray you will speak to us. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. And so the word that we're going to hear today is going to give us life. And I ask you to do that for your glory and for your fame in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen, amen, amen. amen. It, 2020 changed the world in many ways. Uh, Pastor Steve was talking about the Watoto Children's Choir, and uh, the choir will be coming out again, we believe, by faith. It's going to happen. Uh, but the last choir experience was just before COVID hit and everything was shut down. And uh, I remember I was at church and uh, the news for COVID was spreading and different countries were shutting down. We had four choirs on the road at that point. And we needed to bring the choirs back because things were uh, shutting down. So trying to get flights and uh, do all of that. And uh, we succeeded for two of them the choir that was in Canada, and the choir that was in the UK. We managed to get them just before the airport was shut down. And uh, of course, those days you came in, you were for 14 days in quarantine, and they had to check uh, uh, you and make sure you don't bring the virus into Uganda. Uh, and our president was very tough. He was tough. He shut the borders. He didn't want anything to do with COVID. In fact, he put on his military, uh, you know, uh, skills, and he was like, this is now our enemy. This is war. And the way to win it is to prevent it from getting into the country. Um, um, and at that point when our choir came, I think there was like two or three people that had COVID in the country that we knew had COVID. And I mean, uh, everyone was watching and he had shut down everything. And lo and behold, I get a call from one of our church members who is in the cabinet, Minister of Health. She calls me in the night and she says to me, hey, pastor, I got to tell you, one of our children tested positive. Where were they from? The UK choir. Come on. That's amazing. <laughs> it, uh, tested positive. And so, and she says, but we'll take care of him. We're making sure they, they're looked after very well. And so I'm like, oh God, uh, we don't understand this disease and uh, what's going to happen with this child? Uh, and so she, she did everything. Said, so if you, we, let's, let's find a place for him, look after him, because I don't think I want him to be in the hospital. Uh, that's what she says, because there's all these things that could threaten and intimidate and psychologically torture this little guy. And um, the next day, uh, she calls me and says, it's not just one. 
there were 14 of our choir members, seven children, seven adults that tested positive and we accounted at one point for um, uh, 50% of the COVID cases in Uganda. Watoto. And the president was upset. He got on national TV and he came at Watoto. He was mad. I was like, these children, why are they out? This Watoto, we need to investigate them. And I realized that what was going on at that point was actually very fear-driven. He was so afraid, and that spirit of fear began to spread in the country. And I remember when that happened, I was also gripped by fear. Because all of a sudden, the media houses wanted to know about Watoto. And then some of our enemies, you know, got up and said, oh yeah, this is the opportunity to bring down Watoto. And I tell you, Vanita knows, the media people that came home, because we couldn't move. The media people were allowed to move. Uh, we had a BBC reporter come and ask me if I spoke Swahili. I said, I don't speak Swahili, because they wanted to do a look. And I mean, it was crazy. But a lot of it driven by the spirit of fear. My friends, if there's anything the Satan wants to do, Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. And one way he does it is by using fear. So I want to talk to you today, very briefly, about overcoming that spirit of fear. And I know as I speak today, some of you are gripped by fear that has kept you from becoming everything God has called you to do. It's a terrible spirit. And when I think um, um, on this subject of fear, uh, I think about how Paul was caring for his spiritual son, Timothy, deeply loved Timothy, but Paul had seen something that would destroy Timothy's life. And so he wrote a letter. By the way, when you're reading the Bible and reading the letters, so those of you who have written letters, you make sure you are very specific in what you want to say. You don't have the luxury of writing all kinds of things. You're intentional. Uh, these days, even on our you know, modern ways of communicating, some, some communication modes have limited words. So you can't go beyond certain words. You must pick your words carefully. And when Paul was writing to Timothy, he had to pick his words carefully because he just never knew if this would be the last letter he would write. And here, Paul writes to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 3 to 7. I just love it. He says, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day. Make sure you're here for Wednesday prayer times. It's good to pray. Greatly desiring to see you. Man, you can see how a spiritual father desires to connect with his spiritual son. Being mindful of your tears, 
that I may be filled with joy. Paul was also thankful and he says, uh, when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. There, all of us have the gift of God in us. And Paul is saying, I want to remind you. Yes, there's faith in the generations before, but Timothy, there's a gift in you. You're a leader. And I know, Paul says, I know, I laid hands on you and I saw that gift in you. I called it out. And I want to remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. And verse 7, he says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. What had Paul seen? Paul had seen a spirit of fear trying to stop the gift of God in Timothy. And Timothy was a timid, shy guy, but he was gripped by this spirit of fear. And so he reminds him the spirit of fear is not from God. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but instead of power and of love and of a sound mind. So we must never entertain the spirit of fear. It's not from God. It's not from God. And I believe what Paul is telling Timothy here is to understand that we must reject this spirit of fear and embrace what God has given to us. Spirit of power, spirit of love, and of a sound mind. And that's how we're going to overcome fear. By embracing those three things. And I just want to go through them very quickly. Reject fear and don't just stop at rejecting fear. Receive spirit-assured love. You know, Jesus once talked about uh, um, when an evil spirit is cast out of a person. If they do not fill up that place with God's truth, what happens is that spirit is going to come back. And if it finds nothing there, it's going to get seven stronger demons. Remember that? So it's not just enough to reject the spirit of fear. You've got to receive something so that it never, ever affects your life again. So... Here we reject fear and then Paul says you've got to receive what God gives to us and that is the spirit of love, spirit assured love. And you know, I, I love how Paul is also very specific. Why love? I'm going to start with love. And this is why. The spirit of fear tends to make us feel, you know, we're not accepted, we're not loved. Anytime you start to feel like, am I really accepted in this place? That's the voice of the spirit of fear. Am I really loved in this place? Does God really love me? It starts to create some doubt. Spirit-assured love reminds us that above all, 
nothing can compare to God's love for us. The day we embrace the truth and God's love is eternal from everlasting to everlasting. God's love is perfect. When we embrace that truth about God's love, that I am loved eternally and perfectly, boy, it drives out fear. I'm going to read First John chapter 4. And here's what it says. There is no fear in love. It's God's love. Perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. To overcome the spirit of fear, we must embrace this spirit-assured love. Here's the thing, my friend. You are loved perfectly by God. Receiving that love should drive out any form of fear. The one who loves you is the creator of the universe. He's the one when he says yes, nobody can say no. He's the one who is full of grace that when we make a mess, he's still able to forgive us and love us. For while we were still sinners, he still was loving us. That should remove any form of fear, my friend. Let me go quickly to the second one. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love, one of power. What, what, what fear does as well is to make us feel powerless when we face challenges. How am I going to do this? I don't seem to have enough. How are we going to make it through? Now, we will all experience some levels of fear when we go through challenges. But the spirit of fear makes you to begin focusing, focusing on your own strength. It, it just somehow takes your attention away from looking at God who is all-powerful and you begin to look at yourself who is limited in, in power, in knowledge. That's what the spirit of fear does. It just sort of begins to take our focus away from God, especially in times when failure seems imminent. We just start to feel like, oh my goodness, it's not going to work out. And I'm just waiting for it to, to really prove that it's not going to work out. I think it's Job who said, the thing I feared the most has happened. And somehow we find ourselves in that place where fear makes us extremely powerless. But Paul was reminding Timothy, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit of power. 
when the disciples were gripped by fear. We just celebrated Easter a few weeks ago. Gripped by fear because their Savior had been nailed on the cross. At that point, he wasn't Savior. They were just looking at him as Jesus, our master. That's what they knew. And when he was crucified, he was buried, they were gripped by fear. They were hiding. Uh, like, now everything has come apart. And, uh, um, I mean, Jesus rises from the dead, and then he comes, is showing up to them. Even then, there were still some doubters. Thomas was doubting so much. He was like, no, I must see him. I must touch him. They were hiding, and the spirit of fear was all over them. And when they began to realize that Jesus had conquered the grave, they began to get excited again. Now they said, this one who has defeated the grave, Jesus is going to become the king of Israel, political king. And in Acts, they began, I think, seeing themselves, you know, um, uh, as part of the leadership of Israel politically. We've been under oppression, now we're going to be free. We're going to be leading. Oh, the Messiah has come. And Jesus says to them, no, 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 no. It's not about political kingdoms. There's something greater. And he begins to speak to them, and in Acts 1.8, he says to them first, it's not for you to know the times when God is going to restore the kingdom, but in verse 8, he says to them, you will receive something. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You are just thinking of a political position, but there is power greater than the political position. You are going to receive power that is going to make you my witness. You are fearful Afraid of being my witness before, but when Holy Spirit comes, he's going to give you power to be my witness. And never again will you be afraid of being a witness. Listen, I have realized that one of the ways Satan tries to hinder our kingdom assignment is through the spirit of fear. We're afraid to be witnesses for Christ. And he loves it. He says, you better be quiet with your Jesus. Today, C3 Church, may God break the spirit of fear off of you and fill you with the spirit of power so that you're never afraid again to be a witness. Not just in Jerusalem, but to the ends of the earth. I tell you, my friends, when I gave my heart to Jesus uh, as a 10-year-old and as a 16-year-old, recommitted my heart to him, uh, I was still fearful even if I was saved, even when I was born again. It was until a friend of mine started to teach me about the Holy Spirit. And he took me through the book of Acts and said, this is a promise from Jesus. And I will never forget the day I was filled with the Spirit of God. Something changed in my life. I was never afraid again of people or demons. And I didn't, I mean, I was set free from this spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power. And finally, I'm going to finish. A sound mind. That's what some of the other verses say. 
What fills your mind? Is it thoughts of fear? Negativity? God has not given us a spirit of fear, power, love, and a sound mind. These past two years have shown how the spirit of fear has tormented people's minds. A lot of mental um, challenges in Uganda, around the world. But here's the thing. You don't just need a positive mindset. You need a renewed mind. And the way to renew our minds is getting to God's word. Romans chapter 12. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the way we get our mind renewed, my friends, is from the word of God. You want to drive out fear? Get into God's word. Because there you are going to find truth. And that truth is going to set you free. Whom the Son sets Free is free indeed. Amen. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of love. You were perfectly and eternally loved. He's given us a spirit of power. You have Holy Spirit power. He's given us a sound mind. You have the mind of Christ. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Why not share it with your friends and family through social media? If you're not on the regular podcast list, then why don't you subscribe? Thank you especially to those that give. If you want to give to this ministry, you can go to our website, thec3.uk slash giving and get involved. God bless you.